With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Man, we're going to have a lot of fun tonight in Vancouver, all my real fans. What's up? It's another episode of Sippin' on a 40. And I'll be real, I feel like myself. I'm finally back. I just watched the game, the live game. It's been over a week, and we're making this episode. Once again, a Sippin' on a 40. My name's Kyle Bowen. Shout out to SB Nation. Shout out to Nux Misconduct. Speaking, yes, speaking of the network, all you gotta do is, if you're a hockey fan, you search the Nux Misconduct Network up. One swipe, one tap. You make your hockey life just a little bit better. That easy. Boom, bam. That's what we do for you over here on the network. Your Canucks. Yes, your Canucks. They lose to the Oilers. They lose to the Oilers. But you know what? I got to, I got to, I got to wheel it back. Okay. Wheel it back just a bit. Turn the music off. We don't need the Colt Argot bounce. You know what we need? Real talk. I'm happy. I'm happy. I'm having a great Sunday. Last time I checked, the Packers won. The Packers won. You know what that means. We playing this in the back. Bang the drum all day. That's what this song is called. Bang the drum all day. Unreal. Unreal. I'm feeling good. The energy is right. Again, I just watched the game. Back to regular programming. Back on my schedule. I'm back feeling normal. And normal is amazing. It is. I hope you're feeling normal. Living your best life. Those Canucks, they lose to the Oilers after beating them last night. And... Is is there an excuse here that we can find for this team? Is there? I'll bring up two. Two that I'm going to throw away. I'm not using these excuses. But maybe you can. Maybe maybe you can. Okay, let's talk about these excuses. The first one. End of a six-game road trip. It ended. And I know Edmonton to Vancouver, not a long flight. No, not a long flight. But these guys just ended a, a six-game road trip. And the, and the traveling was crazy. They flew everywhere. They flew coast to coast. And they play right away. They don't even get to see their kids. Okay, they did get to see their kids, but not really, okay? They couldn't even, you know, kick their feet up. They got to play hockey again. There's excuse number one, right? That's hard. I couldn't do that. I haven't been to the gym in a month. Excuse number two. They played Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl. And let's be real. Let's be fucking real. These two, these two, as a duo, are playing some of the best hockey we've ever seen as a duo. And I know they were split up five on five today. But on the goals, on the moments that actually matter in the world of the world of sports you know what actually matters points goals not the fancy stats not the hot charts the finish 
power play goals. Bingo, bango. That that duo, that duo is crazy. That duo is playing better. Yes, they're playing better than than Henrik and Daniel ever played. And that and that's hey, I know Canuck program. I know. Oh shit, they're coming at me. I know. But it's just facts. Did you see that stat? These two in the months of October and November this year, they both already have 50 points each. One more time. 50 points each. I believe McDavid has 51. They're in the same category of absolute domination as duos with the likes of the Gretzkys, the Currys, the Coffees, the Lemuse, the Yagers, the Francis. That era, the 80s, the early 90s, those players, those teams, the Penguins, the Oilers. That era, that was a long time ago. Everything was going in. And guess what? Everything is going in for these two. And they played on the team that faced your Canucks, that beat your Canucks. So there you go. You got another excuse. Those two are incredible. Connor McDavid, the best thing, the best thing in the NHL since Gretzky. Let's be real. Let's be real. Come on. Do yourself a favor, okay? I, I wish I had the dude's name in front of me, okay? But obviously this podcast, it needs a staff. There's a lot of things going on. And again, this is being made right after the right after the game. I need names. This dude, he deserves a proper shout-out. But all you got to do is, like, search soccer fan reacts to Connor McDavid highlights or Irish dude reacts to Connor McDavid highlights. And, yeah, that's all you need to see. He's the best thing the NHL since Gretzky. Be- way better than Crosby. Way more important than Ovechkin. It's just a fact. It's just a fact. And there's your excuse. Okay. It's all good, right? It's all good. Look at Aquilini. Look at Aquilini. The guy's tweeting away. The owner just tweeting away. He even throws in the ride share. The guy's living his best life. After his team, his prized possession loses. Last time I checked, your team's your team your team is still at 500. What what proof in the pudding is legitimately gonna say that this team is gonna be any any more different the result that the end result than last year? I mean that that question is gonna be asked. I mean they're they're struggling. They are. Again, I flipped the calendar. It's December. Something kind of should have happened this weekend. Are they seven points? Yeah, they're, they're seven points behind the Oilers. And is that top spot valuable? No. No, no, no. It shouldn't be even written down on the team goals. Hey, it's not, it's not really possible, is it? No. No. Baby steps. Progression. The one thing that does suck, and, and Aquilini brought this up. He did. He's talking about how no, that the critics are quiet because of JT Miller. Who played, who played good again today. He, he was amazing today, actually. You know what? He's becoming one of those players that's becoming really, really noticeable when he's going, when he's confident. The lotto line should never be split up. Anyways, going back to, to Aquilini. He's right. The critics, quiet. Because at the time, the critics, they were really, really concerned about that first-round pick. 
they weren't really, really mad at JT Miller. You know what I'm saying? Because they knew he was good. They didn't know he was this good. There were all types of different plans for him. None of them really, really had Besser and Pedersen on him. On it, really. Real talk. We heard things about, like, what, a third third line center type of thing. A Horvat best friend type of thing, you know? None of those things happen. On the lotto line, he becomes one of the best players every game. On both teams. It don't matter. But, hey, this team... Where are they going to finish in the standings? It's still up in there. That's why people are concerned. Because they gave up a first round pick. Hey, 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 man. I still feel like a better GM makes a better trade. Aquiline, man, having fun, having fun. Hey, man, we got to keep it positive, okay? We just brought up some excuses. People were coming up to me after the last episode. Or was it? Not the last one. The last one is actually, actually an episode we'll get to after the break. Big one about the list. The homies were talking to me about the episode Fuck November, Fuck Excuses, plus five great Christmas gifts. They said I was going in on the Canucks. I was going hard. They didn't deserve that. They felt the shots. Hey, you don't deserve that. What you saw in November has been happening for so long. Real talk, it's getting old. All right, during this month... Towards the end of it, I even saw tweets about Hoglander possibly being able to play at the end of his season in Europe. And you know what? That, that kind of pissed me off. Every single year for the past, you know what? That shit happens. There's that young stud who walks into the lineup when there's four games left. And you just got to look all the way up. And it's impossible to see a fucking playoff spot when the games don't matter. For this dude to walk in and sell you a couple more season tickets. Nah, 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 nah. We shouldn't be talking about those things. But that's what happens when when teams lose games. Hey, I'm not saying this team's supposed to win a cup, but aren't they supposed to be a bubble team? How many months can they have like that? How many months, like November, can can you have excuses for? It's getting old with the Vancouver Canucks. At least be a bubble team. Hey, hashtag be a bubble team. Play games in April. Do it for your fans. I guess I'm taking this loss tonight on December 1st to heart a bit because I feel bad for the people. The people. The people who really love this team. Who are so worked up right now. Hey, mediocre hockey does not cut it in a city like Vancouver, especially when it's this long. Slumps like this shouldn't happen. Be a fucking bubble team. Do it for your city. It's December. It's the holidays. You, I guarantee there are people that went to a game, went to the game, sorry, based on a surprise Christmas gift in the beginning of December. Hey, babe, take this. I got you this. Love you so much. Uh-huh. Boom, bam. Hey, son, you deserve it. Take this. We're going to the Canuck. Yeah, that was all happening today, December 1st. And they saw that. There was a stretch in that game. And there's been too many of these stretches. Too many of these stretches. There was a stretch where the Canucks were missing a shot from a forward for over 17 minutes. Crucial part in the game, the third period. Late second. That That's crazy. Too many times that's been happening to this team during this stretch. 
Oh, but Kyle, the Canucks won yesterday. They bumped the slump. Nah, they got one win. This is still this is a bad slump. They got to get out of it. If they want to be a bubble team, if they want to keep Aquilini happy, yo, the dude, again, loving life, just, yo, his Twitter fingers on a Sunday when he's relaxed, probably ha- having a cigar, some expensive beer, living the dream, right? His Twitter fingers going off, and then he always ends it with the lift thing, right, Sharon? He's having fun. Let the dude talk about some wins, not 500 hockey, okay? Let the city talk about that just for a bit. Be a bubble team. Let's cut to break, and after the break, we'll quickly go over the 100th episode on the network, which aired this weekend, and we talked about the 10 most important players in Canucks history. And I, I kind of want to, do I, I want to backtrack? Do I want to cover up some mistakes? Maybe. Maybe. We'll find out on the other side. Hey, let it ride out. Should we let it ride out to this? Let the fans enjoy this? Why not? This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. We're back, we're back, we're back on Sippin' on a 40. My name's Kyle Bowne. Shout out to SB Nation. Shout out to Nux Misconduct. Hey, shout out to Fantu Abby and Nick Bondi as well. And the rest of the team over at Nux Misconduct. Your Canucks, they lose 3-2 to the Oilers. I should probably tell you who scored in the game. Why not? Why not? Brock Besser, big feed. Big feed from JT Miller. And another big feed. From Quinn Hughes to set that thing up. What a thing of beauty. What a thing of beauty. Quinn Hughes. Oh, we'll talk about him later. We'll talk about him later. The next goal. The last goal the Canucks scored. Josh Levo. His 14th point of the year. He has 14 what? 28 games? I guess, yeah. What did they get for him? Toronto? Carcone? Who was that guy? Josh Levo. He's... I think he's part of the problem, too, when it comes to secondary scoring and this team. And not finding Horvat a guy, I think going into this season, the Canucks were kind of strapped, and they already made their bet on guys like Ferland and Miller to be that guy for Horvat. They're not making any more moves, but he is part of the problem. There's that rotating door. Multiple players are going to play with Horvat for the rest of the season. Goldobin, Berchi, Levo, Pearson, Vertanen. I could see Godet get time there. Furland. He, he's getting all those guys. And, and it should be like that because you don't want Jim Benning making any more moves. No, you don't. Don't touch anything. Don't touch the phone. Cancel the phone plan, Aquilini. If you're listening to this, cancel the phone plan. Don't let him make any more calls. It's all good. Let him ride the course. Already gave a first-round pick. Chill out. This is not going to get fixed till, till July 1st. Come on. That's when Jim Benning, hey, all bets are off. The dude does whatever he wants. 
He signs the checks. He's a big spender. Yo, 50 Cent would be proud of Jimbo. He go, he, he gets it. He gets it. He's doing his business that way. It's uh it's remarkable. Uh, you know, Josh Levo. Part of the problem. He scored a goal today. I say that. It's just facts. It's it, don't take it to heart. It's just facts. Poor Horvat. Oh man, see, one center gets hurt. It fucks shit up. It makes this guy become something he is not. A shutdown type of guy. He's not that guy. He's not that guy. Let this guy just roll free with a dope winger on his side, okay? Find him that guy. Can't split up the lotto line. JT Miller will never be that guy. That line is playing well. It really is. It really is. Okay, let's talk about the list. Let's talk about the list. Trevor made this list. You can see the whole list on the Nux Misconduct website. A lot of content there, too. And I debated it. And I had Quinn Hughes. Quinn Hughes above Alex Edler. Now, there are only two defensemen on the list. And rightfully so. If I made the list, I'd have the two same guys representing the back... (laughs) The, the defense core. I was going to say backside, and that just sounded, yeah, I was going to laugh. I was going to laugh. That would have been funny. Only two guys to represent the D core for sure. Edler and Hughes. And Hughes, yes, he hasn't even played a full year yet. But he, he doesn't have to. Come on, let's be real. <laughs> let's be real here. Quinn Hughes is unreal. He is way better than advertised. And he was advertised pretty well. I asked Trevor this question, and I meant it. I really didn't mean I really didn't mean it. It was at the end of the episode I asked who was going to be more important at the end of the next decade. Is it going to be Quinn Hughes or Elias Pedersen? Yes. I believe Quinn Hughes is that good. Man, oh man. His numbers. Through his first 30 games, incredible. The plays he's making, incredible. Wait till he's more comfortable. Wait till he gets it. Wait till wait till the offseason. The dude's a gamer. He plays the game on the same on the same level as Pedersen when it comes to intelligence, when it comes to intensity. For two undersized guys to, to be this good at their sport, at their craft. It takes a lot of like willpower, strength. You gotta, sh- you just gotta keep your keep your ears sh- ears shut to the bullshit because people are gonna be doubting you, being that small. And they were given God given talents, and then they just have to really really work on the other shit. Like again, the willpower. You can see it in the way they play. They're competitors. They always want to win. They always want to win. They're different. They got two of those guys. Edler, yes, he's been around the whole time. Oh, yeah, great. Give the guy a round of applause. Great. He gets one of these. But he's not more important in this decade. He really isn't. Quinn Hughes, what he does for, for the fans, for the fans of a team that is that is still hovering at that 500 range, that's, that's mediocrity. Numbers don't lie. They don't lie. To a market like this, they should matter. And sooner or later, 
They gotta get out of this little fucking thing, okay? This uh, this 500 shit, especially going into the holiday. No, I don't. I don't like that for my people. People should be buying Canucks jerseys, you know. Especially with that skate jersey. Come on, man. Think about the kids. Think about the kids, man. Come on. Where was I going? Oh yeah. Being, being what the Canucks are. Quinn Hughes. He buys, he buys the franchise time. You know, people can be saying all these nice things about the Canucks. Real talk, when they're still they're still not really proving it, because of guys like Quinn Hughes, he's that good. He buys the team time. Not a lot of players do that for franchises, especially franchises who've been this bad, who don't have a Stanley Cup. Real talk. I think Benning Bros... Became a thing. And I, I use the term very loosely. I have fun with it. Okay, chill the fuck out. Very loosely. They they are created. And and it's good. It's good for the Twitterverse too, man. Optimism, it's it's a beautiful thing. We're talking about the holidays. You want to be jolly. You want to be optimistic. Everyone should be optimistic around this time. Hey man, I'm feeling normal again. I want everyone feeling normal. And to feel normal, you gotta have optimism. I get it. The fan base needs it. Quinn Hughes adds it. You get one of those, Quinn Hughes. You really do. Quinn Hughes is for the culture, yo. The greatest Canucks defenseman of all time. Doing crazy things. If the Canucks were winning more, maybe the world would know more about Quinn Hughes. That's how good he's going to be, man. He's going to be what what Eric Carlson was to, to the kids, to the culture. He's got it. He's got it, man. He's got it. That guy is uh, he's on another level. He's on another level. Okay, let's get out of here. That was sipping on a 40. Once again, get the Nux Misconduct Network wherever you listen to podcasts, okay? One swipe, one tap. You make your hockey life just a little bit better. Shout out to fans who Abby, Nick Bondi. I don't know when you're listening to this. It could be the morning. It could be the afternoon. It could be the night. But I'll tell you what. We over here at the network, yes, we, we fucking appreciate it. Peace.